Welcome to Africans Heal. We're here to foster a healthy African diaspora community and promote mental health awareness through storytelling and celebrating our cultures. We're here to heal together. Tupone Pamoja. everyone happy saturday and welcome back to africans heal my name is christine and i'm your host here on the africans heal podcast this week we'll be talking about how to cope with grief doubt and rejection after a breakup so grab your water grab your tea grab your coffee grab your notebook grab your pen and get ready for the episode Hey all, welcome to part two of 10 of the breakup series. This week, we are talking about doubt, grief, and the pain of rejection, and how to cope when dealing with the pain becomes so unbearable. I'll begin this topic by talking about grief. I honestly had to do some research on this as much as we all understand these terms in our own ways. When it comes to explaining it, I had to go back and find some research really that I could share with you guys. So currently we are working on the website. When I say we, um, I have someone helping me work on the website. And when it's finally up, I'll have a page on there on resources and references where you all can go and read more about these topics. I definitely always recommend reading and researching more about things so you can also learn more about yourself and learn more about what you're going through. I really liked what the Cleveland Clinic says about grief. They've done some pretty good research on grief, which I highly, highly recommend you check out if you're going through grief. And according to their research, the grief we encounter after a breakup actually has so much in common with the grief one may may experience following the death of a loved one. I know you may be thinking, no girl, nah, it's not that serious. Move on and get over it. Why is that person causing someone so much pain? They're just a human being. Move on, move on. It's not the same as death. Move on, move on, move on. But I beg to differ. And this is not to say that going through a breakup is the same thing as going through death. And that's exactly what the Cleveland Clinic is saying, that they are not the same thing but the experience, the pain and going through it may feel as though you are grieving a death. So it's not saying that they're the same amount of pain, but it's saying that the experience may feel similar. There are people who've died because of heartbreak. Usually it's because of a death, um, but breakups could have the same effect where um, if you maybe have been someone has been married for a long time and they go through a divorce and the pain is so unbearable that's a different topic we're just talking about dating relationships and them ending but yeah the pain can feel so similar to the pain you may experience when you lose a loved one the Cleveland Clinic also, research on grief also says that it's so hard though when you have to grieve the end of a relationship because that person is still alive. So 
you're not really saying goodbye to them in the sense that you will never run into them again, but really saying goodbye to being romantically involved. Whereas when someone dies, it's a different kind of goodbye. This pain means that we're human and that we loved. So it's not as it shouldn't be a source of shame. It shouldn't be a source of us feeling like we are weak because we're going through pain because we went through a breakup. And I know there's some people who are like, oh, I went through tougher things. Why are you crying over a man? Why are you crying over a woman? But you may never know. They may be suppressing something. So don't compare yourself to other people when you're going through your grieving. You're your own person with your own experiences. Your pain is valid to you. Seriously, your pain is valid to you and don't let other people tell you how you're supposed to be grieving a breakup. You grieve it how it suits you. Seriously. And if there's a friend who just is not understanding, sometimes it could just mean that maybe that pain you're going through is also making them uncomfortable. So they're just acting tough and giving you bad advice. You don't need to go listen to someone who's telling you that you're weak for feeling heartbroken and feeling pain and grieving the end of a relationship it's actually healthy to go through grief because when we suppress stuff that's when it becomes toxic because then we can become very depressed or then we can start looking for maladaptive coping mechanisms like alcohol and drugs to feel better the pain we feel depending on the intensity of it may also mean that we have attachment issues. So depending on the severity of the pain you're feeling, it could just mean that maybe you do have an insecure attachment style. I'm not here to call you out, but it's just, it's just psychology. That's what psychology says. Seriously, I'm not trying to be a bad messenger, but depending on the severity of the pain, it could mean that you have abandonment wounds from childhood. Usually, Abandonment wounds contribute to us developing insecure attachment styles. So the insecure attachment styles are dismissive avoidant, anxious preoccupied, and fearful avoidant, which I will talk more about in a different episodes because that is just a different topic of its own. But for example, someone who's anxiously preoccupied is the kind of person that if... Um, someone doesn't respond to them or someone breaks up with them, then they feel like it's their fault and that that person was actually right to leave them because they are unworthy of love. And this person may end up feeling so pained. Like it's like the breakup triggers an abandonment wound from childhood. So it could be that this person was neglected as a child or like they grew up in a home where the parent wasn't really there or they were abused, so they need constant reassurance. So anytime the, they received love, they just wanted more and more of it, but it was not always there. Sometimes it was abuse. So when they're getting this love from this person, which could even be toxic, it just feeds and reassures them that they're needed. It's like they want to feel needed. And the minute they're not needed anymore, they f the wound just, it triggers that childhood abandonment wound. And the pain is just so bad. It's so horrible. It's like, it's like they go back to that wounded child that was abandoned and the pain just feels different. It's, I don't know how to explain it, but they feel the pain so intensely. And it's not because they want to, 
it's because they were wounded as children. And so if you're going through intense pain, I would recommend like talking to a therapist or talking to a counselor to see if maybe there's an, an underlying issue that maybe you may have an insecure attachment style or you could be a secure person with a secondary insecure attachment style and the pain is triggering that insecure attachment style and causing you to feel even worse and feel like more pain, abandonment pain, if you get what I mean. When we are insecurely attached, like I said, we already have that abandonment wound. And when the breakup happens, it just magnifies that wound even more. So it's like a wound that had, um, it's like it has a bandaid on it and the breakup happening, it's like you're ripping off the bandaid and you're just like stirring it up. It's like you're taking... I know this sounds graphic, but it's like you're taking a sharp object and you're just like scrubbing it and scrubbing it and scrubbing it and causing more pain. So that's literally how someone who's wounded and who has an insecure attachment style may feel after a breakup. And it, it doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. We can all become securely attached with help and with the right kind of love, with the right partners, with the right friends. We all just need that reassurance, you know? All of us want to be loved. We are all here to love, give love, and receive love. And even the dismissive, avoidant, the insecure, um, anxiously preoccupied person, the fearful, avoidant, they all want, we all want love at the end of the day. So this isn't something to be ashamed about, but rather something to just look into so we can learn more about ourselves and why we're feeling the pain that we're feeling and why why is it so painful when we go through a breakup, you know? It, so those would be good things to look at. Grief could also be unbearable because of how the relationship ended. So if, if let's say the person wasn't interested in you anymore, you may end up feeling very insecure and you may doubt yourself. Your support means a lot. If you've been enjoying this podcast, please give Africans Heal a review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you. Why is grieving a good thing? Grieving is actually good for us. It helps us heal and move on. If we grieve in a healthy way, we can actually process our emotions better and get on the other side of the breakup with a better understanding of why the breakup may have happened and how to move forward. You know how they say time heals all wounds? I don't think that time heals all wounds while we're being passive. I think that time favors us if we're actually actively participating. Like time is our friend when we're actively engaged. If we're actually taking these steps to go grieve, to go be introspective and to just give ourselves this space, then time acts in our favor. Then we actually do feel better. And I could assure you, I don't know if I can assure you, I cannot make those promises, but I can say that the pain of a breakup is not permanent. Like you're not going to feel the same intensity you feel from day one a year later, unless you just don't do anything about it. Then the 
you're going to keep getting triggered and getting triggered. Have you met a person who went through a breakup a long time ago, but they still are triggered by that person? It could mean that maybe they didn't grieve properly or maybe they were wounded really badly. I'm not taking that. Um, I'm not discounting that. But all I can say is if we don't take the time to just heal and give ourselves time to just be still and face our pain, then time doesn't really play in our favor. One of the other things that I learned from my breakups is that I am the only person who can give myself closure. No matter what the other person tells you or what you tell them, if you're the one leaving or if they're the ones leaving, whatever it is, we still have to process the emotions ourselves and find our own answers. And we'll only get that clarity if we take the time to grieve. You can give yourself that closure and I'll talk about it in, I think in this next, um, I think I'll talk about it a bit. So one of the things that I did with my last breakup was I went to the beach and I took my journal out and wrote down my perspective of the relationship from beginning to end. My fingers were hurting. You can use your laptop. I think I sh- it would have been a better idea to take a laptop, but I'm a, I'm a pen to paper type of person. I like writing things out. I think writing the things out helps me get my emotions out. I've just always been that kind of person. I started journaling when I was 23, like journaling seriously. And I think because of that, I just like writing. So. I went to the beach, like I said, and I wrote down my perspective of the relationship from beginning to end. Then I wrote down ways in which I showed up and ways in which the other person showed up. This allowed me to recount how I met the person and why I chose to be with them. I know they also chose to be with you, but we're doing this exercise for ourselves. The other person can go do this for themselves too. So you cannot answer that question for them. So you can only answer the questions for yourself and from your perspective, because let's say if they broke up with you, they broke up with you from their own perspective. If you broke up with them, you broke up with them from your own perspective. Perspective is a big deal here. So write down ways in which you showed up and ways in which the other person showed up. And then I also wrote down, I guess you can call them pros and cons. It sounds really sketchy, but just bear with me. It's going to make sense. So I wrote down pros and cons about them and pros and cons about me. And as technical as this sounds, it really helped me. I didn't do this with my first adult breakup ever, but I feel like if I handled that first breakup differently, I would have healed better and dated differently. After writing the good and not so good things about the other person and myself, I asked myself, Would I want to go back to this relationship if things were different? Where did I get this exercise? I think this is like a twisted version of what Ilyanla Van Zandt does. There's a whole series she did on relationships. And I think she talks about writing things down or like looking at the relationship from different perspectives and and writing pros and cons. So I think that's where I got this idea. I'm not going to take credit for it, but I did do the exercise. So you can go watch those on YouTube if you're interested. Um, So I did that and I cried so much after coming to this conclusion, but it gave me my own closure 
because I finally saw the relationship from my own perspective. And this closure I gave myself paved the way to me grieving in a healthy way. It also helped me acknowledge that just because a relationship doesn't work out doesn't mean you didn't love that person. Because I think sometimes, for example, if someone leaves, you may want to convince yourself that you didn't love that person so just so you can feel better and move on. Or they may want to convince themselves that they didn't love you so they can move on. But truth is, there was some love there. I mean, whether it was puppy love or real love, whatever love it was, there was some type of love there. Some passion, some love. There was something that brought you guys together. So just acknowledge it, whatever it may be. You loved them and they loved you for that time that you were together and now it's time to grieve the, that love that you shared and we don't really get to this part of closure if we don't take the time to be by ourselves and check in with how we really feel and really be honest with ourselves so get that journal take a day off and write it out i would also say this is probably the best time to create a breakup list song list when you're feeling pain and sadness i think songs will be the things this the stuff that speaks to you for me songs really speak to me music just speaks to me so create a breakup list go to the beach listen to your sad songs feel really sad get in your face write it out write out the pros and cons the relationship from your perspective if the relationship was what well, however long it was write it out from the beginning how did you meet this person how did you feel when you met them just it could take days to finish this process but while i was doing this i didn't know that that's what i was doing i didn't know that i was giving myself closure but this helped me get to the closure because at the end of the writing all these all these things down you have to ask yourself if things were different would i want to be in this relationship and then it's like a relief like oh my gosh you don't need that other person to come give you all these answers whether they were leaving or you were leaving nobody needs the other person to go give them all the answers you can get the answers yourself and only the answers you give yourselves may be fulfilling because you've now seen things from a different perspective and you also take the power back into your own hands and not depending on another person to come tell you okay now this is your closure now move on you know that kind of leaves us feeling helpless i see tears as a way of washing away all the pain and wounds and trust me it gets better but to get that closure and grieve well you cannot skip this step you cannot skip the writing things out typing things out use your voice recorder just speak about the relationship but you have to listen to yourself though so you can hear yourself out when we don't resolve our feelings we end up creating walls and maybe even developing an insecure attachment style in the process because we can develop insecure attachment styles as adults a lot of people who go through very traumatic relationships even though maybe they were securely attached they may come out of that relationship with an insecure attachment or like a secondary insecure attachment. If we don't heal well, we could like I said we can develop the insecure attachment style and even become emotionally unavailable and now we may end up wounding the people we date next. So grieving properly really helps us to be able to give and receive love again 
from a healthy space. It also helps us to not use the next person as our therapist. You know what I mean? I mean, there is still a part of healing that I feel like needs to take place and can only take place with that other person there where you actually put everything you've done to test where you're like, did I actually do some, did I actually work on myself? And that person could prove to you that maybe you need some more time alone to go grieve some more or like, so they may be healing as well and you go through it together. But it's not fair to put that burden on someone else. So it's good to take the time out to grieve properly, which, like I said, really helps us to be able to give and receive love again, which is what we all want. We all want love. We, we were built for love. Humans were built for love. Leave your ex alone for a while and ask them to also give you space for a while. Try not to rush to another relationship if you're still feeling pain and anguish and take this time to get in touch with yourself. Figure out and get in touch with other parts of yourself that may have been covered up by the relationship and seek professional help for guidance. So depending on your personality, you may just want to work with a counselor one-on-one or join an online support group. Also, if you have a good friend, this would be the time to reach out to them and ask them to be there for you. I feel like sometimes people don't know how to be there for us because it's exactly that. They don't know how to be there for us, but we can tell them. I believe that the friends we have, the good friends that we have are there for a reason. For me, that friend was Jackie. Um, My friend Jackie was there for me throughout my second breakup. I called her every day before bed and she would check on me throughout the day. She allowed me to cry and repeat my story over and over again. Because sometimes we just want to repeat that story over and over and over again. And it's it's part of the grieving process. So look for people who they're not going to enable you but they'll listen to you. Cause I know for me after a while, my mom was just like, I'm not listening to this anymore. We need to find a better solution. So you do need people who grieve with you. But after a while, they're like, yo, we need better alternatives. Jacqueline and my mom were definitely that for me. They were my angels during that second breakup. And I would not have grieved properly without their guidance and wisdom. Remember like that trip I said, I went to the beach. It was my friend Jackie who motivated me to do so. We do need those people in our corner who they're not going to get sick of listening to our story, but we'll also know when it's been too much and when we need to move in a different direction. Now, there are some breakups that don't feel that bad and we bounce back pretty quickly. We're not here to talk about those. Um, Some relationships not working out is a part of life. And I think we all need to accept that. Grieve well so you can heal and move on well. Now that we've talked about grief, I'll talk about doubt and the pain of rejection. When I introduced this episode, the plan was to talk about doubt, grief, and the pain of rejection. But I decided to switch them up a bit because I wanted to talk about grief first to help capture the essence of the pain one may experience while going through a breakup before talking about doubt and rejection. When a breakup happens, doubt creeps in really quickly. It could be doubt as to whether breaking up was the right decision, self-doubt in the sense of questioning our own self-worth and feelings of low self-esteem. Grieving well can help resolve that first set of doubt as to whether breaking up was the right decision. Only we can give ourselves closure and 
With that closure lies our answer as to whether breaking up was the right decision. No one else can give us this answer. And until we take that time to reflect, we'll only keep going back and forth questioning the breakup. This is where most people end up in lo- in a long tug of back and forth relationships because they may not have given themselves enough time to reflect and get their own closure. Now we'll talk about the pain of rejection. It may leave us questioning our own self-worth and feeling like we're ugly and not worthy or we are a failure. Why do really our relationships keep failing? Which is not true at all to say that we are not worthy. So again, Again, it's normal for our self-esteem to take a hit when a relationship ends, whether we're the ones who left the relationship or whether we're the ones who are on the receiving end. Usually people will seek validation differently. Others will go out more and bounce back into a new relationship. Others will rebound. Some people will work out a lot or change up their lives. Pain can be a good catalyst if used well. Coping well with doubt can be us taking small steps of incorporating positive things that we like in our lives. It could start by doing a gratitude journal and focusing on the people in our lives who love and will always be there for us. Hanging out with our good friends or family if we're lucky to live close to our family. Going outside helps even just for five minutes. Find a circle that is going to be there and support you. That just helps with dealing with the pain of rejection. And going to therapy Therapy, that pain of rejection be, may be rooted in deeper things that you cannot unravel alone, that you may need professional guidance and help to unravel those old wounds of rejection that may be triggered by this breakup. Remember, we are not doing this to prove a point, but to love on ourselves because we are worthy. So I hope that this episode blessed you. Um, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your support. Please be sure to leave us a review. That will be very beneficial. It will help put this podcast on the map so others can find it. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at Africans Heal. Check out our website at africansheal.com. Share this episode with a friend and be sure to tune in next week. You do not want to miss it.